Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. For Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, Montana? Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Hope you're having a great day here on your Tuesday. Sorry, a little low there. Hope you're having an awesome start to your week. Hope you have a great day here on a Tuesday. Time to get to today, as we always do. And as always, broadcasting to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport is new to Missoula, new to Montana. You can find amazing winter savings at Northwest Motorsport. Visit nwmsrocks.com for the biggest selection of lifted trucks, diesel trucks, SUVs, and more. Going to get things started today with our good friend Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz. He and I caught up about some reactions and analysis about the rivalry basketball games from over the weekend. He was on the call for both the Lady Grizz 71-57 win over Montana State and the Men's Grizz 80-74 win over MSU. I was going to talk about tonight's huge game in Bozeman. I actually think, well, I'll save my my profound take for just a little while. Let's get through the show outlook. It is presented by Brett Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Brett Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. 
We have Courtney from Camp Make a Dream coming in. This is very cool. Rat Pod is a one-day charity cycling ride, which allows Camp Make a Dream to continue their mission of empowering cancer survivors and allowing their families to live with and beyond their diagnosis. So this is very cool. Uh, this is upcoming, taking place this weekend. So Courtney from Can't Make a Dream will be in here about 4.30. We also have our Treasure State Stars for the week, including maybe some athletes that don't get as much shine, but we have a couple outstanding Missoulians that are making waves at the top level of their respective sports collegiately. We also... Don't look now, but I have a top 60 tennis team at the University of Montana. They are undefeated. They're up to number 63 in the country, and they have now gone 4 of 4 when it comes to Big Sky Conference Tennis Players of the Week on the men's side. So uh, those plus a variety of others in our Treasure State Stars for the week. Second hour, our good friend Justin Angle returns. It's a business angle with Justin Angle presented by Blackfoot Communications, the overlay between business and sports. We tack Super Bowl commercials, LeBron James, and the validity of if you tried hard enough making track and field into a revenue sport or maybe just maybe just not a, a revenue negative when it comes to the budgeting and revenue production of various Division One college athletic programs. I think track is being s- short-sold. It's not just because I love the sport. It's because I think that you could monetize the sport. In fact, I know you could if you did it right and marketed it, marketed it in a proper fashion. And also, we'll have at about 5.30... Brady Henthorne from the Missoula Hellgate girls basketball team. He's the co-head coach with his father, Rob. Rob has been on the show many times, but he's always teased us that we should get Brady on the show. So I said, okay, let's call Brady. The Hellgate girls, 13-1 this season. They take the top seed into the Western AA Divisional Tournament in Helena this weekend. And uh, they've done a great job over there. Patience is key. They played a lot of freshmen three years ago, and now those freshmen are seniors. And they are uh, among the state championship favorites. So we'll catch up with Coach Henthorne as well. So there you go. That's your show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. You want to stream the show? Any of your mobile devices? Laptop? Cell phone? Whatever? Go to our station website, 1029ESPN.com, and click on Listen Live. You'll also find links to all, all of our various podcasts there, including the Nuanas Now podcast, as well as the Grizz Greats podcast series. You can also find the Big Sky Breakdown and Catching Up with the Cats and a variety of other podcasts there as well. 1029ESPN.com. You want to be a part of the show? You can call us or text us 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. And, of course, all guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. You're going to want to remember that because you're going to want to text us in about 25 minutes. we got a $25 gift card to tag the area delicatessen for you. So that's coming up about 430 so stay tuned for that one more time, 406-888-1029. That's the number. This will be our last Tagliari Tuesday for the month of March. That sounds sad and like a big loss because I know you guys out there love it. When we do this giveaway, the phone lines go crazy. It's like a lightning board. It looks like uh, some sort of rave or something, just how many people are calling in. I know you love it. That said, though, it's because we're taking the show on the road and we'll be broadcasting remote for most of the next two weeks following this week. So second and third weeks of March, Nuana's now be on the road. Because of a variety of logistical challenges that that provides, we and the combination of the fact that the NCAA tournament begins later on this month, it is March 1st, so the madness is here, but the NCAA tournament begins later this month, so... What we're doing is we're taking some of your favorite places, some of your favorite prizes, and rolling some of that stuff into what should be and will be a phenomenal 
grand prize for you once again for our bracket challenge. So we will have an ESPN Missoula Nuanez Now bracket challenge group available on ESPN.com. It'll be public. Anybody and everybody can enter. Bring it on. Um, I think I'll probably set it at two entries per person for this specific deal. Maybe even one. I don't know. Bring your heat. I, I, I do think that multiple brackets is sort of hard to follow and also sort of, I don't know, pseudo or false bragging rights. We'll give you all the details tomorrow because that's when we're actually launching this thing. But have no fear. You will have an opportunity to win plenty of Tagliari Deli as well as an awesome giveaway from Warden's Market, a great cash prize from Paradise Falls, and we're still working on a variety of other things for you as well. So we'll give you all those details tomorrow, but this will be your last chance for the once-off call and or text to win Tagliari Delicatessen. Tonight in Bozeman, I can never, ever, ever remember a Tuesday night regular season men's basketball game in the Big Sky Conference, especially that had nothing to do with TV. But here we are. That's the state of affairs. But somehow, someway with... A million different cancellations that turned into postponements, that turned into reschedulings. We are going to get every single one of these Big Sky Conference basketball games in. I believe that by the time this week's over, barring some sort of haphazard disaster here the last five or six days of the regular season, I believe every team in the league will have played 20 league games by the time we get to Boise. Incredible. It's remarkable, actually. I don't really know how that this is going to happen, but it is. Therefore, though, to get them all in, Montana State's got to play three games in five days on the break of the Big Sky Tournament. They could have helped their cause so much with a victory in Missoula on Sat- on Sunday afternoon against the Grizzlies. That would mean that this game tonight against Southern Utah in Bozeman would be for the outright Big Sky Conference Championship. Instead, the Bobcats lost to the Grizz, and they now have an opportunity to earn at least a share of their first Big Sky title in 20 years with the T-Birds in town. This is the biggest game of Danny Sprinkle's career. I I know that Montana State played in the Big Sky tournament semifinals and finals last season. That was new and sort of uncharted, at least for the last two decades, territory for the MSU men's basketball program. I also know that Danny Sprinkle's now coached in uh, a couple Cat Grizz games. I guess four total because last year's were called off. So his first year and now his third year, four total times he's coached against the Grizz. He's one and three against Montana. Those are big games too, for sure. But Montana State cannot lose tonight. And the fact that they have such a formidable opponent, it's a big deal. Because Southern Utah has been up and down in terms of their effort, mostly down in terms of their effort the last couple weeks. But they're an incredibly talented team that won the regular season title in the Big Sky last year, they returned nine seniors, including a couple of the most aggressive and uh, impressive players in the Big Sky Conference. I mean, for, for my money, if you're giving me a draft of Big Sky guys and I'm assembling my roster, John Knight third, Tavion Jones, and Mason Fawcett are probably all going to be in my top ten picks. Southern Utah has a lot of talent. Can they seize it? Can they repeat as Big Sky Conference champions for their last year in the league? That remains to be seen. But Montana State cannot let the disappointment of the rivalry loss to Montana linger. When the Cats played at Eastern Washington and lost in overtime, I didn't. that didn't surprise me. They'd been on an 11-game winning streak. I thought it was probably a good thing for that team if it ended before the postseason rolled around. It wasn't all that surprising either that Montana State lost in Missoula on Sunday, partially because so many people listen to the show were there out in full force 
raging and, and screaming and yelling and, and spurring the Grizz on to victory, but also because Montana State hasn't won in Missoula in men's hoops since 2010. So it's been more than a decade. So not that surprising that MSU lost on Sunday. But you can't have a late-season skid when you've already set an individual program record for Big Sky Conference wins during a regular season. MSU has 13 wins. That's their most ever since joining the Big Sky back in 1963. Excuse me. And uh, they've already won 21 games, which is tied for their best start in that same Big Sky Conference era. They have an unbelievably talented team led by three guys in Xavier Bishop, Amin Adamu, and Abdul Muhammad, who all could have been done after last year, but decided to return for their fifth or even in Xavier Bishop's case, sixth seasons. This is a team that has been in the making for a couple years under Danny Sprinkle, but a team that has an opportunity to stand above all other MSU teams of the 21st century and stand alongside a couple of the great Bobcat teams ever. And this is coming from a program that doesn't have the rich tradition that the University of Montana has. The Grizz men's basketball program, you would have you could have an hour-long podcast or more debating to name you the 10 best teams in, in Grizz history in men's hoops because there's been so many great teams, so many NCAA tournament teams, a team that won an NCAA tournament game. In fact, two teams that won NCAA tournament games. Whereas Montana State has been to the NCAA tournament twice ever. <laughs> so Montana State's opportunity here, though, is huge. And, and more than anything, though, it's about then the rest of the season. You can't you can't keep pushing the, the must-win game down the road. I didn't think Sunday was a must-win. And once again, I'm not I, I I'm I did I wasn't surprised that Montana State fell in Missoula to Montana. I was not surprised by that. I also wouldn't be totally surprised if Southern Utah won tonight because I think Southern Utah is very good, especially if they bring the proper effort. But for all of the success that MSU has had this year, the narrative surrounding their program for these last 20 years that have been very lean years for Bobcat basketball is late season collapses, collapses in the end of February and into March, and lack of tournament success. Danny Sprinkle, for a moment in time, at least squelched the second narrative about lack of tournament success by leading MSU to the Big Sky Tournament Championship game for the first time since 2009 last year. But you can't have this skid continue because there's so many different scenarios left in the Big Sky Conference, but there is a scenario depending on what Montana State does, what Southern Utah does, what Montana does, what Weber State does, and what Northern Colorado does. There's a scenario that could play out over the next four days that would then set up Saturday in Bozeman, Northern Colorado in town for the outright league championship. That would take a calamity of errors on a variety of different teams for that to occur. So I'm not projecting that or speculating that or or predicting that whatsoever. But you don't want it to come down to that. You got three games on your home court with an opportunity to at least seize a share and at least earn uh, the inside track on that number one seed. So, must-watch game tonight. It'll be on ESPN Plus. We'll have full coverage for you at SkylineSportsMT.com tonight on on Twitter and on uh, the internet. And then tomorrow, we'll have a recap for you, and we'll hear from Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach, uh, part of our number one of Nuanas now tomorrow. It is ESPN Radio coming to you on a Tuesday. Hope you're having a phenomenal 
afternoon. How about some Tagliari? Last Tag Tuesday for the month of March because we have Tagliari involved in our awesome bracket challenge. We'll tell you more about that tomorrow during the ESPN roundtable at 5 o'clock. But right now, texter number 3, 406-888-1029. Texter number 3, we have a $25 gift card for you to go enjoy the best sandwiches in Missoula. Or maybe get some wine if you're of age. I've been buying a lot of my wine. I stopped in there to get you guys your gift cards today, and uh, I got a couple bottles of wine because I'm really getting into wine lately. I'm really enjoying the sort of the the mystique and history and, and culture of it. But they got great selection. My guys, Matt and Max over there, they know their wine very well, and it's also just a great place to get a sandwich uh, or a cheese plate, whatever you might want. So 406-888-1029, texture number three. We got... $25 gift card to Tagliari Deli. 22 of them in the books. That's what Riley Corrigan just told me. We're sitting down here at Finn along the Clark Fork River. Just wrapped up the final regular season coaches show for the University of Montana. Just the men on the coaches show today because the women, they are already on the road. Uh, and it's going to be a long road trip for uh, the Lady Grizz, the Bobcats, and everybody else in the Big Sky Conference because the Women's League, especially for those teams that play the final weekend on the road, they start Wednesday for the final regular season push, Wednesday, Friday. And then the tournament in Boise for the women starts on Monday with the uh, quarterfinals on Tuesday. So I was, Riley, I was just talking to uh, the men's basketball assistants for the Grizz. And as you get older, time seems to go faster. And so there's always the cliche that we always tell ourselves, I can't believe it's already over. To me, that's been untrue about this basketball season. This has been the longest basketball season in the history of my time covering the Big Sky Conference for no other reason than usually – you watch one game on Thursdays and you miss all the other ones. This time around, there's a game every freaking night. I've never covered games and watched games on Mondays and Tuesdays, and there's, that, that is exactly what we've gone through. So not long in a bad way, but this one has not flown by. It seems like it's lasted forever. I'd agree with you on that. Monday has become now just as popular as Saturdays sure. as far as games and, and the, the unvariance of the schedule going back and forth and, and just trying to – jam them all in let's just say to these games late season it feels like that we've been kind of waiting to get to this point forever so I totally relate to your to your point about it being a long season and it is crazy that we have turned the calendar to March officially is today I think hopefully both uh, Montana and Montana State hope it's a long road trip for those women but my goodness leaving today and then truly they have to pack until next Saturday you're assuming that you're going to go that long so We'll see. I, I, I'm with you on the uh, long-term version of this season, though. It, it's been a fun journey, and I still think there is so much excitement about what's coming because of kind of the narrative that we've been saying for three months. This is going to be wild. It's going to be unpredictable. And you can still – I think I might need two hands to still talk about all the favorites or who I could see winning this tournament. Saturday, Sunday, a Cat Grizz double dip. Not a double header, but a double dip. The women uh, played at 7 p.m. on Saturday night, and Montana won 71-57. And then the men played a matinee at 3 p.m. Sunday afternoon, and the men, Grizz, won 80-74. to So you were on the call for both of these games. First, let's talk about the Lady Grizz. Uh, I thought it was a breakthrough performance for Montana. I thought it was the best they've looked since I moved back to Missoula five years ago, honestly, and probably the best that they've looked in the post-Robin Selvig era. I'm sure you could pick out a couple other you know, games where they, they maybe showed flashes. But the fact that it was against a rival in front of the best crowd of the year and they snapped a seven-game losing streak to Montana State, it was uh, it was what 
the doctor order for the Lady Grizzlies, what they needed for a really long time. It was. I've been here six years. That was the biggest win. I'm not overstating that whatsoever. That was the best they look, crisp, complete. When you just talk about the buildup, what that game means, we know at this point, at least in that rivalry for on the women's side of things, it was mental. It was absolutely a mental hurdle that the Lady Grizz had to overcome. And I said it a couple times on the broadcast, and I think it rings true with what Brian Holsinger and this staff and, and kind of the, let's call it the rebirth, the rebuild of this Lady Grizz program a little bit. The first step is winning the rivalry game. You can't talk about winning a postseason game and potentially going to the conference title and maybe playing postseason basketball without beating the Cats first. And seven in a row is a long time. I'd be curious to get the the takes of former Lady Grizz and a Robin Selvig of, could you imagine losing seven in a row in this rivalry? It was just time. All that being said, it was a complete performance. You you just have to be so happy for someone like Carmen G. Feller, who was just named Big Sky Conference Player of the Week as well. Her performance was kind of an out-of-body experience. But how about the atmosphere? I know people that probably listen were thinking, man, you keep talking about the atmosphere. I couldn't stop talking about it, Coulter, because that was the first time that arena had shook in a couple years, and I think for a Lady Grizz game, it's probably the loudest it's been in a really long time. It reminded me of when I was in college covering the, the Manny Morales, Sonia Rogers, Brittany Lohman, Grizzly teams that were uh, just unbelievable. I mean, I can't even remember ever watching them lose games, especially at home. And uh, it, it really was a, uh, a flashback performance and a, and a good one for Montana. Sometimes in basketball, we, I don't want to say overrate, but sometimes like the, the magnitude of the game is it's, it's over elevated because of the statuses of the programs. But I thought that was a ju- gigantic win for the Lady Grizz, not only because they beat their rival and snapped a losing streak to their rival, but also because Montana State's got them for their fourth Big Sky title in the last six years. Montana State in the midst of dominating the rivalry against Montana has also risen to become the premier program alongside Idaho State in the Big Sky Conference, a place that Montana occupied for basically 30 consecutive years. So maybe even 35 consecutive years. I was writing a few details about the platitudes of the Robin Selvig era, and it had been a couple of years since I had actually put those on paper. I mean, my God, 24 conference titles. How is that even possible? It's unbelievable to even think of uh, the run that Montana had. But regardless, it was a big win, not just because of the rivalry elements of the win, but it was also a big win because it keeps the Lady Grizz in the mix for a seed at the Big Sky Tournament, the buy that comes with it, and it also delayed the Cats' chase of a Big Sky title as well. So this had major ramifications in the league, too. And I think that it means more when there's more on the line. I mean, it seems very simple, but it's the truth that you're right. If this was a 6th place versus 8th place battle where the winner maybe can secure a winning record, compared to this, Montana State had to bring their best. They had to keep pace with Idaho State. And that's what probably emphasizes even more what the Lady Grizz were able to do in the contest. And I, you, the, the stats you're talking about with Robin Selvig, how amazing is it? The fact that this Lady Grizz team chasing a 21 season for the first time in six years, Robin Selvig did it 18 straight seasons. like that. that he only had one non-21 season yeah. his whole 38 years at the helm, right? Maybe, maybe two, but I believe he had like 35 or 36 20-win seasons. Insane. It is insane. And to try and get back to that level, let's just call it it is. Probably unattainable, but just to win games like that, it's a good building block moving forward. And there's so much on the line. This women's tournament is going to be completely wide open. What does this do for the Lady Grizz? We, it seems like we've talked a lot, and we touched on it in the, the opening of this segment, the crazy schedule, it wears on teams to where can they be 100%? Can they actually focus on game task at hand when they're worrying about travel and 10 games in 22 days, whatever it might be? So what did the Lady Grizz do for an encore? I am so intrigued 
by how they show up on Wednesday. In fact, both Grizzly teams, I know we're getting to the men here in a second, how do you handle success after your biggest win of the season? You can't ask for a better atmosphere and no disrespect to the next opponent in Northern Colorado, but what do you do in the Lady Grizzlies' perspective when there's a couple hundred people in Greeley on a Wednesday night and you know that you need to win that game just as much as you need to win the Montana State game for a bye? I'm curious what you think also on the, the importance of a bye with there being a day off yeah. in the women's tournament compared to the men where you've heard it from Coach Takira and everybody else how critical it is to play three games instead of four. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Northern Colorado in the women's side is toward the bottom of the standings. Yet I think that Wednesday is a must-win for the Lady Grizz because they, ha- they have to harness the momentum. They have to, handle the- they have to prove that they can handle carrying the hype after winning such a hype-filled game. But then also, Sac State is actually one of the worst matchups in the conference for Montana just because of the strengths of their rosters. I mean, Sac's, Montana's biggest strength against everybody is their front court. They're the best rebounding team in the Big Sky Conference statistically. They have this uh, wonderful stretch four in Carmen G. Feller, who if she plays like she did on Saturday, which I know that that's what the coaching staff knows that she can be like. I'm not saying she's going to score 34 points every time out. 11 of 16 shooting is pretty unbelievable. But... She's supposed to be one of the premier players in the league. She's shown that she can be. It's just been inconsistent in her harnessing that. But it's the same thing for Abby Anderson. It's the same thing for Sophia Styles. But Sac State can match the Grizz in the front court and their physicality in the front court. And so then you just don't want to come into that Friday matchup against Sac, which is likely for a seed and a bye, or at least jockeying within the standings, coming off of a letdown loss in what is sure to be a lacking energy environment against a team that's not very good in Northern Colorado. I think it's a must-win Wednesday for the Lady Grizz. I like the way that you put that because I, I would think for the Lady Grizz also to set themselves in a good scenario, the win on Wednesday is going to be massive and taking on a Northern Colorado team that beat Idaho State. It's kind of the narrative in this whole league, right? Anyone can beat anybody. Well, Northern Colorado beating Idaho State on their home floor shocked us just as much as anything else. A, a note on Carmen G. Feller that I think is so important, and you know when you talk to her, she's just such a great human being, first off. She's so nice. Her press conference was fire. Go watch it on SkylineSportsMT.com. It was so nice. Like The stuff that she said about her seniors and stuff, it like choked me up a little bit. She's just the sweetest girl. And it's so genuine, too. She appreciates, she understands. She's a hardworking background, but I'm going to flip this a little bit with what I'm about to say. I think she needs to be more selfish a little bit where the first game in Bozeman, she wants to get her teammates involved, but there should never be a game where Carmen G. Feller only takes four shots. And of all the takeaways in Bozeman, the disappointment, the, the mental hurdle, that to me was my biggest takeaway. She has to get more involved. So if she can kind of step up and rise into this premier player, hey, I'm going to take 15 shots and everyone adjust around it, that could be the X factor for the Lady Grizz. What's their ceiling? I'm not sure. I, I they could. It wouldn't surprise me if they're playing Friday in the championship. Who knows how they handle it? It's going to be a really big breakthrough moment. How big do you think for this Lady Grizz program getting to that 21 plateau is for them in building block forward? They beat Montana State. Now getting 21s, they have 18 right now with two regular season games. I mean, big picture, it would be huge, especially Brian Holsinger's first year. You can truly establish the narrative that you are on your way back up. If you can get to that 20 wins, you have a home win over the Cats, you win a couple games in the tournament. But that's my last question then on the Lady Grizz. That's what this thing all comes down to. Montana had the great fortune of hosting 18 Big Sky tournaments on their at their own barn. I believe they won 16 of those 18 tournaments. To, to you know that that's that's about two thirds, even not more, of of their NCAA tournament bids in their history. They were one in Missoula, and they have not won a postseason game. I guess they've won one postseason game since the tournament went to a neutral site, and. Uh, 
so all of the things you've accomplished, sure, getting a 21's big picture would be great for them moving forward. But for this exact team, they have to go figure out a way to get to the semifinals in Boise. It's either win two games because you're the six and you play your way there, or if they get into that first round, they they got to get to the semifinals, be in the final four of the, the league tournament. And, and as you know, postseason wins, they're weighted a little more. Let's say they got just the one postseason win, but it was to take them to the Final Four of the tournament, then I think that that would be considered a successful season. I think so, too. Semifinals is kind of what this team, I feel they should be in the semifinals with their talent, what they've been able to do. And I think we all like going on cleanses, right, throughout the course of, of a year when we need it. I think for the Lady Grizz to get the mental hurdles and cleanse them out, Beating the Cats was hurdle number one. Winning postseason games is number two. Getting to 20 wins is number three. If they can check off all three of those boxes, absolutely a staggering, successful season for Brian Holsinger in his first year. But you're right. Semifinals for this team, whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, those expectations and the pressure that comes around them, that's what this team needs to do. I think it would be a disappointment for them if they're not playing Wednesday night, which is the semifinals in Boise. New on is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining me, Coulter Nuanas. We're coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio, but we're actually recording this at Finn down here uh, right after Riley's last coaches show just finished up. Let's talk about the men's game. For all of the tumult that's been experienced uh, for the Grizz men's basketball program and sort of the volatility that's existed sort of around UM Athletics for the last 10 years or so, one of the most striking parts of uh, all of that up and down has been Montana State's ability to have success in Missoula. The Cats won in Missoula four times in uh, four of the last five times in football before this year. Uh, the Cats had won four out of five in Missoula in women's basketball. That's one thing that has never changed, though. Montana has not lost at home in men's basketball in the last 12-plus years, and so they did it again, 80-74, to 74, the Grizz dispatch of the Bobcats. And uh, microcosm of the season, we keep saying that. This has been the thing you've said on this show, I think, like three times in a row, but this time it's a good microcosm of the season. The narrative for this Grizz men's basketball team is when they play the best teams in the league, they look like one of the best teams in the league. They play to their opponent's level, better or worse. So what did you think of the, the victory by Montana, and how big was it for them to, to keep that home-winning streak against the Cats going? Well, first off, it's massive. The huge win, 11 straight now over MSU here at home. But I think let's talk big picture about this team because I think the older we get doing this, we have more perspective on the journey of a team and kind of culture. I've been trying to figure this out over the last couple of weeks, trying to put a grasp on Grizzly basketball and, and the unpredictability about them is that teams, unfortunately, and players in the course of their journey to be, whether it's a fourth or fifth year senior, to have an a incredible career, you have to learn tough moments. And this team learned all of them in the month of February. It was the most inconsistent, wild month that I've been a part of in six years with not knowing what kind of performance you're going to get from a team night in and night out. And now let's take it to the last two games. Yes, microcosms of the season. Thursday in particular because it showed the ups and the downs. I would say Sunday was more of what you can see, what this team is capable of doing. And when they are at their best, I don't think that there are teams that, that could beat them. And they are a squad that when they are playing like that, co-favorite, one of the favorites. I, I know it may seem crazy to say, but 
absolutely. No one's going to want to play in Montana down in Boise. If they play right, if they play that team basketball, it takes a while, Coulter. My favorite stat, you've heard it being here at the Coach's Show and, and throughout the broadcast, it's the assist number. And I think it's, it does tell the story for this squad that when they play together and when they worry about the sum of the parts rather than the individual, they are good. They are 17-1 and when they have more assists. When they do not, when they play individual ball, when they try and go off and go kind of off the game plan, they're one in ten. That's a massive difference, and I think that this team—they're figuring it out as a core group of sophomores going against the other top teams in this league that are getting buys. All senior laden. This team is sophomore laden. I think we all need to remember that. But absolutely, this team has just as good of a shot as anyone else. Very impressive, fun performance. Everything on Sunday. They moved the ball so much better on Sunday than they have in a while. They also got up and down a lot more. How do you harness that? That's Because that's what I want to see. The Grizz should just play like that all the time. And so I do think that some of this is on the mentality of the team, the fact that they are young and still developing, but also some of it's on the coaches to just let the reins off and let these guys run up and down the court. Because when they do, that's what this team's built to do. They're a guard-oriented, fast-paced team. I I agree with you. It's frustrating at times. I think that what it would stem back to is that this coaching staff is so – matchup based and scout based that they feel and it has worked really well for eight years but I think that also goes to show maybe some of the struggles this season that they build a game plan for each specific opponent and why they've been successful over eight years under Travis DeCure is because they know what it takes to beat certain teams what maybe lacks from that is that they totally adjust not maybe to the level of their competition, which they've done this year, style. but to the style of play. And I feel when they establish their style, put teams on their heels, they're really tough to beat. But I think that when you've seen the inconsistencies and when you've seen games that it's 9-8 to eight at the under 8-minute media timeout, like that Northern Arizona home game, that they just totally adjust to other teams' style. So, yes, they need to find the gear or hopefully see what they did on Sunday that against the top defensive team in the conference in Montana State. In conference games, they were the top defense they up went up and down with them and, and proved that they have matchup nightmares. Riley Corkin, voice of the Grizz here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. So then how does Montana harness this momentum? How do they put this in a little capsule? I mean, if I'm the coaches, I'm putting the, the film of Weber State, Southern Utah, Montana State on and saying, boys, this is how we got to play. Absolutely. I think that you look at this remaining schedule, and, and normally you'd be like, man, that's pretty daunting. Two, three of your final four games are against teams ahead of you in the standings. It's the best thing that this team could have because there's no real opportunity for a letdown, I don't think. This game Thursday, just as big as what happened on Sunday because, as you said, harnessing the momentum. All that it takes at this point is getting on a run going into Boise. Feeling that inner confidence. This team is two wins away from doing that. And quote-unquote, I know it's crazy, they would be the hottest team going into for the sure. conference tournament. If and they'd also have 20 wins as well. Talk about 20 wins for the Lady Grizz. The Ben Grizz would also have 20 wins, which has been a benchmark that Travis DeCure has always wanted. And I sure think on the, the bus ride home from Pocatello in Moscow that that didn't seem like a reachable goal. And so, yes, getting 20 wins, there's so much still on the line for this squad. And I think that Thursday's game will be yet another opportunity to see the young growth. How do you handle success? It is so intriguing to me, and instead of predicting it, I'm sitting back like the rest of us and going, boy, I hope they can. They have the ability to do it. It's just a matter of showing it on the floor. We're really seeing culture, though, behind the scenes even more. You heard at the coaches' show today, but just if you really watch, you're really seeing the leadership qualities start to grow from these young sophomores. We've said it. Who's going to be the man? Who's going to step up? Who's going to be that stopper? 
Well, Josh Bannon's proving that he can do it on the court. He's starting to do it off the court as well, and the play from the other sophomores. It's, it's been really fun to watch behind the scenes them grow, not only as leaders on the court, but off the court. He's Riley Corkin, voice of the Grizz. He'll be back with us on Thursday here on Nuanas Now. We will be back after this with a uh, little community interview. It's our youth sports segment presented by Pepsi-Cola of Missoula. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. March is here, so let the madness begin. Hello, I am Coulter Duanez. Hoops across the Treasure State hit a fever pitch over the next several weeks with the completion of the Big Sky Conference regular season, the beginning of the Big Sky tournament in Boise, Idaho, kicking off next week, and divisional and state tournaments galore across the Treasure State. Tuesday night in Bozeman, the Montana State men will look to bounce back from a 80-74 loss to rival Montana with Southern Utah in town. A victory for the first place Bobcats would secure at least a share of MSU's first Big Sky Conference title since 2000. MSU is a game ahead of SUU in the standings and posted a 76-71 victory over the Thunderbirds a few weeks ago in Cedar City. If the Bobcats can't clinch tonight, they'll have opportunities against Sacramento State Thursday and Northern Colorado Saturday in Bozeman. MSU's 13 league victory is already the most in their Big Sky Conference history. The University of Montana men's basketball team is one win away from securing a first round bye in next week's Big Sky Tournament. They have Northern Colorado in Missoula on Thursday and Sac State on Saturday. In prep hoops, divisional tournaments kick off at the Class AA level. The Western AA tournament for both boys and girls basketball will be hosted by Carroll College. Helena Capital plays in the first game at 9.30 a.m. The Hellgate girls have the first girls game at noon. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. I'm into the blues right now because all these concert announcements are rolling out for Missoula, the upcoming concert scene. And they just announced yesterday that the, the Tedeschi Trucks Band is coming to Missoula uh, the uh, first weekend of September. So incredibly stoked for that. If you haven't checked them out, you're going to want to. I think that that sort of music will resonate with my fellow Missoulians quite a bit. But it got me tripping down the rabbit hole thinking about the sort of blues re-evolution that but it actually happened twice. You know, blues was so popular in the 50s, 60s, early 70s. But then there was a reemergence of blues uh, with Stevie Ray Vaughan in the 80s. And then with these guys, Kenny Wayne Shepard Band and Johnny Lang in the mid-1990s. I always wonder what happened to these guys. 
They, they were like too famous too soon, right? They, they each had Grammy award-winning albums when they were 19 or 20 years old, and they kind of fell off the map. But uh, that's why we're going to be having a blues-heavy show today. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas, coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Appreciate Northwest Motorsport for all their support here uh, at ESPN Missoula. This is fun. Each uh, The first Tuesday, excuse me, of each month, we feature our youth sports segment presented by Pepsi-Cola of Missoula. And it's everything from sort of a bulletin board, letting you know certain events and sign-up dates and things like that, um, to, to then specific events and fundraisers like what we'll talk about right now. Courtney Imhoff in studio. She's from Camp Make a Dream, and they have their upcoming Rat Pod coming up. Rat Pod is a one-day charity cycling ride, which allows Camp Make a Dream to continue their mission of empowering cancer survivors and their families to live with and beyond their diagnosis. So, Courtney, first of all, welcome in. Thank you so much hey, for being thanks here. Thanks for having me, Coulter. So, first of all, um, tell us just about Camp Make a Dream in general. I think a lot of people know, but just yeah. in case somebody doesn't know, uh, this is an incredible organization that does a it's, lot for the you know children that have gone through a lot of, uh, of heartache and adversity. Yeah, uh, Camp Make a Dream is absolutely incredible. It's a beautiful camp located out in Gold Creek, Montana, so about 45 minutes away. Um it houses families, kids, adults, teens, um, really anybody that has been impacted by cancer. And they can go to this cost-free camp. And the idea behind it is that they can find support, reassurance, um, empowerment throughout their diagnosis. And they can feel inspired to keep fighting the fight. And it is the last couple of years have been um, interesting. Sure. The camp has done mostly virtual camps this year. We are so excited to actually offer up camps in person and have kids and families back on campus this year. So, And it helps with so many of these navigation tools, for sure. Yeah. But there's also just a lot of fun and a lot of joy that are associated oh, with these as well, For right? sure. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the kids that are there, um, you know, in normal life, they're not really able to be kids because sure. they're being sheltered their parents are being protective of them because they're going through this thing that no other kid is going through um and at camp they can truly be just a kid they can paint they can do a zip line they can do the ropes course they can ride horses um they can be a kid again so it's really really powerful Cordy Imhoff in studio from Camp Make a Dream the Rat Pod cycling ride is june 25th in dillon montana that sounds like a great place to be on june 25th because <laughs> dillon montana is awesome anyways but the big hole valley and that whole uh, during beautiful. that time of year is just so so beautiful but tell people some of the details of this uh, there's multiple yeah. different ways you can participate right rat pod is on its 21st year Very cool. so it started um it was a lot longer than 127 miles that it is now now it's 127 miles and it starts and ends in dillon and it rides around the pioneers so the idea behind rat pod is right around the pioneers in one day that's cool. how it got its name um and it's absolutely beautiful stunning backdrop the last three years we've had a shortened course which is a 65 mile this year it will be 65 miles partial gravel so mm. um I say short course, people look at me like, what are you talking about? It's still 65 miles on a bike, but it's absolutely breathtaking. And people come from all over the United States to participate in this charity ride. 
tell people just sort of about the, the point of entry here just as far as the cycling part of this because I think this might sound yeah. intimidating to some people. Yeah. You know what? I think it was intimidating to me when I first started organizing yeah. it, right? Like you think that you have to be this superior athlete sure. to participate in it. Um, it's not like that. It is meant for everybody. You can go as far as you want. I mean, there's stops along the way. Really, every 30 miles, there's a stop. So there's a water stop. There's a breakfast stop. There's a lunch stop. So if for some reason you at one of those stops, you're like, gosh, I've gone as far as I can go, then there's opportunity for people to bring you back into town and you've done just as much as everybody else and you've actually inspired yourself to probably do more later. But So it's really anybody can do it. Um, there's all sorts of age ranges. We have kiddos that are as young as 11 that participate with their parents and we have folks that are over 70 that participate in Rat Pod and have been doing it for years. Rat Pod takes place once again June 25th in Dillon, Montana. A couple different ways you can participate. The standard 127 mile route, or you can do the Metric Century, which is 62 and some change miles. Yeah. So just think of it as 65 <laughs> miles. And uh, also, there's a virtual option, right? Yes, so tell people about absolutely. that. Absolutely. So uh, let's rewind to COVID. So 2020, we actually started, we call it Your Rat Pod Your Way. You can ride for however long. You can actually ride, walk, hike, bike, whatever you want to do, all to support camp. It's a $25 donation for you to enter to participate in that. And you can literally do it from anywhere. You can earn the same prizes as the rest of the crew that participates. So there are prizes for fundraising for this event. So you can earn coveted jerseys, special edition jerseys, t-shirts, all sorts of things. And you can participate in that even if you're doing it virtually. I'm just going to go ahead and read the description of this race that I got uh, from one of our colleagues here at Missoula Broadcasting, because I think it just puts it into exact perspective why this will be enjoyable for you, whether you're doing it from a competitive standpoint or just to give back or just to enjoy the outdoors in Montana. Riders will encounter three wilderness mountain ranges, pristine rivers, and where the valley is sparsely populated and therefore lightly traveled by automobile. It's a bicycle nirvana. That sounds pretty great. <laughs> One more time, June 25th, Rat Pod in Dillon, Montana. And it all benefits Can't Make a Dream. So how can people get involved? How can people Absolutely. sign up for this and then give money to it or whatever whatever they might yeah, want to do? Yeah, so ratpod.org is the website. You can go there. You can register. There's also a list of participants that you can donate directly to already. Um, if you want to register, registration goes up until the ride. The gravel route, the partial gravel route is limited to 150 riders. So if you're thinking that you want to participate in that, you need to get on that right away. Um, the standard route is 550 riders, so there's more opportunity there. Um, you can support in many ways. So ratpod.org is the website, and we appreciate everybody's participation. Like I said, it's 21 years, and it's been 21 years for a reason because it truly is that description that your coworker written, wrote down. Gotta love it. Well, here's what we're going to do at ESPN Radio. We'll put this information out there for you on the social media and stuff like that. This is an awesome interview, and this is also an awesome cause. And we're sitting here on March 1st. This isn't until June 25th. So we'll play this once a month uh, leading up to that as well, just to remind people about this. But Courtney, thank you so much for being here. Colter, and uh, thank Great you. job on uh, a great cause. Thank you so much. Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. How about some, a, some collegiate champions from the city of Missoula in both swimming and track and field? Also one of the hottest tennis teams in the entire Big Sky Conference and controversy, but a buzzer beater to win the Frontier Conference last night in Helena, 
all that as part of our Treasure State Stars. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Little Johnny Lang for you. It's funny because we talk about athletes that are so transcendently talented and break in at a really young age, you know, start playing pro sports when they're you know, 18, 19, 20 years old. That's, it's super crazy to me, but it's even crazier to me to be like a transcendent musical artist that's making like land moving, you know, earth shattering records when you're a teenager. Because so much of the, the 19-year-olds that are playing pro sports, there's a lot of skill and practice and dedication involved in that, but there's also just so much natural talent. And you can say the same thing about music, but like to have this sort of an album when you're 20 years old, like Johnny Lang did, that's filled with so much soul and like wisdom, it's so deep, but but also like so candid and vulnerable, it, it's just such an elevated level of maturity. So that, that's blown my mind to a much higher degree. Than, uh, than athletes that break through at young ages. So a little blues lesson for you there. Kenny Wayne Shepard and Johnny Lang both released their debut albums, 1996, 1997, both when they were in their late teens or early 20s. And uh, they took the music world by storm. I don't know what happened to those guys, but they were pretty darn sweet back during my childhood. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, Coulter Nuanas, coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Let's dive into our Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union. Any and all financing you might need for anything, whether it's an auto loan, home equity loan, refinancing, mortgage, Parkside Credit Union, one of the best places to get a loan in western Montana because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Treasure State Star number one, it's Drew Hughes, Caleb Belich, and the Montana Tech men's basketball team. Hughes who is the son of former Montana State head men's basketball coach Brad Hughes, who also was an assistant at the University of Montana on Larry Kristoviak's staff. Brad Hughes is a great dude, a dude I got to know well in my time in Bozeman. His son, Drew Hughes, plays for Montana Tech, and Drew hit a shot at the buzzer, uh, the shot clock buzzer, with about four seconds left in Helena last night, and Montana Tech takes down Carroll College. First time the Diggers have won in Helena at Carroll since 2014. And that's the first time Tech has won the Frontier Conference title in forever. I'll look up the real number, but it has been a long time since Montana Tech won the Frontier Conference in men's basketball. There was a little controversy because the the shot clock was at zero with red, but the buzzer had not gone off 
when Drew Hughes let fly. Now, there's no tenths of seconds on the shot clock, right? So the clock can hit zero while there's still between one and nine-tenths of a second left on the actual clock, if that makes sense. So the light wasn't off, and the buzzer had not sounded, but the clock read zero. So there's a picture of Drew Hughes with the ball still in his hand, and the clock reads zero, but the buzzer did not go off, and the light had not got off. So it, it still means there was time left. So to me, that's good. That's a fair shot. Regardless, we don't want to talk about the controversy. We want to talk about the Montana Tech men. The fact that they are the champions of the frontier, that's a huge deal. Carroll has been tremendous. I mean, for a long time, Gary Turcott, one of the great coaches in Montana history. But Kurt Paulson's done a phenomenal job since taking over. They've had multiple runs in the NAIA National Tournament. And so that's a big win for Tech. It's, again, I'll look up the last time they won the Frontier, but it has been a minute. So Drew Hughes and Caleb Belich. Caleb Belich is their best player. He transferred from Montana State in the offseason, a former Manhattan Christian star who led his team in high school to three consecutive Class C championship games where they played the Arley Warriors three consecutive times. First time we've ever had three straight of the same matchup in the state championship game of any level of high school basketball. So those were really fun to chronicle. And Caleb Belich, he was the leading scorer last night in a first-team All-Big Sky selection, or excuse me, All-Frontier selection uh, announced earlier today. So congratulations to Montana Tech. Treasure State Stars number two, Karma G. Feller, the junior out of Colfax, Washington, she lit it like she's never lit it before on Saturday night in Missoula. She went 5 of 7 from beyond the three-point arc, 11 of 16 overall on the way to 34 points, a career high for G. Feller to lead Montana to a 71-57 win over Montana State. G. Feller, the Big Sky Conference Player of the Week this week, so congratulations to her. Treasure State star number three, it's Ed Putney and the Grizz, the Grizz men's tennis team. Putney helped lead the way for the undefeated Grizzlies to a three-match sweep of their weekend road trip through Oregon, capped by a 7-0 sweep of Portland State to move to 1-0 in Big Sky Conference play. On the number one court, Ed Putney cruised to a 6-0 record with three doubles wins and three singles wins, all in straight sets, and now he has helped the number 63-ranked Montana men's tennis team to this undefeated start, and they've now had four out of four Big Sky Conference Players of the Week, including two now for Ed Putney. So we probably don't give enough shine to the men's tennis program, but the fact that they're doing what they're doing right now, we are going to certainly feature. Actually, there's a couple. Montana State is very good in men's tennis this year, and they actually have an in-state kid on their roster as well, who I believe is the only in-state Montanan playing for either of the Montana schools. So when we get back from Boise, expect this. Expect some coverage of men's tennis on the Big Sky Conference level throughout the state of Montana. Treasure State star number four, a young lady we've had on this show a couple times and we've talked about a lot of times. She's Catherine Burkoff. She's one of the great high school athletes to ever come out of the state of Montana in terms of her decoration and accomplishment. She was a 16-time state champion in swimming at Hellgate and also, I believe, has 12 or maybe even 13 all-class state records. She's now swimming at North Carolina State. And over the weekend... She added another handful of medals to her already substantial collection at the ACC Women's Swimming and Diving Championships. Burkoff won one gold medal, four silver medals, and one bronze medal as North Carolina State placed second in the team standings. Burkoff now, as a junior, has four ACC gold medals in her career, and she remains an Olympic hopeful. 
Treasure State star number five, it's Ashley McElmurray. She is a Missoula Sentinel grad who is now running at the University of Nebraska. She picked up her third career Big Ten medal during the Big Ten Indoor Track and Field Championships on Saturday. McElmurray is a sophomore, and she finished second in the triple jump with a leap of 41 feet, 8.5 inches. That was uh, about a foot shy of Jamie Robinson's winning jump from Ohio State, 42, 8 and 3 quarters. That's an absurd jump for a female. Oh, my goodness. But 41, 8 and a half is, is ridiculous, too. That would uh, surpass the all-class Montana record for high school, which McElmurray and her teammate Lauren Hagan both flirted with and then eventually broke and rebroke. I can't remember which order it went into, but we have a couple tremendous triple jumpers that have come out of Missoula recently. One of them, Ashley McElmurray, second place in the Big Ten Championship in the triple jump. She also, by the way, took seventh in the long jump with a jump of 19 feet, 10 and a quarter inches. Treasure State star number six. couple of hurdlers from Helena, Montana. Elena Carter from Helena Capital. Derek Olson from Helena Capital. They both run at Montana State. Elena Carter, the individual champion in the women's 60-meter hurdles at the Big Sky Indoor Track Championships this last weekend. And Derek Olson, I got it. He should have been. If it wasn't for a gun error and a timing error, Olsen would have won the 60-meter hurdles for the men. He won the initial heat. The gun didn't properly align with the clock. After multiple reschedulings, they finally had a rerun. He did not get on the podium in that one, but I'm still counting it as a gold. I watched the man win the race right in front of me, and it was a technological error that cost him the deal. So uh, sort of unfortunate. But he also did score points in the 60-meters and the 200-meters, and uh, he's got a bright future. He already is an outdoor champion in the 110 high hurdles, so he's, he's very good and very cool that two of the best hurdlers in the region and in the Big Sky Conference certainly both hail from Helena Capital, both hail from, from the capital city up there in Helena, Montana. And one more Helena connection, Treasure State star number seven this week. It's the Carroll College and Rocky Mountain College women's teams. They play for the Frontier Conference title tonight, so we will follow up with that. Uh, later on throughout the month, now that March is here, the madness is upon us. We'll have an update for you as well for the result of that. So again, Montana Tech, the Frontier Conference Tournament champions on the men's side. Carroll College, Rocky Mountain College play for the women's title tonight in Billings. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. What are the actual specifics of why Michael Jordan is so much more marketable than LeBron James? All that plus Super Bowl commercial reactions and why track should be more heavily invested in as a revenue sport. A business angle with Justin Angle. Next here on Nuanas Now at ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get 
commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.